Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show, Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I am also a big fan of the internet cooking show, Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 168! One sixty-eight, James. How are you doing? I'm all right, buddy. I'm pretty, pretty wiped out. Got to be honest. I'm coming back from a fun, packed weekend. Uh, haven't slept well since last Wednesday. So just, uh, just a little rundown. But otherwise, pretty good. You know, well, can't I'm ready to carry the podcast. Yes, I will look back at the footprints on the beach, and when I only see one set, I will know that. They were yours. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't carry the podcast, but I can carry you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Do you want to introduce our guest? Um, I sure do. Ladies and gentlemen, speaking of leaving footprints everywhere he goes, because he's always got dirty little feet. Ladies and uh, Joe Stricks. I'm Pigpen from the the Peanut Kids. <laughs> yeah, Joe, That's me. Joe, yeah. Well, I like it, that you said ladies, Joe Stricks. <laughs> I, I, gentlemen? I, no, I already said you. ladies and gentlemen, I think. I thought. When I listened, you're... I'm all when out. you're very tired, you can't say gentlemen. <laughs> uh-uh. When you're tired, you're only. And if you're neither ladies. a ladies yeah, yeah. or a gentleman, James apparently <laughs> doesn't recognize your status in this country. So. <laughs> Sleepy James. Sleepy James is only for the ladies. Right? <laughs> and Dirty ladies Joey love is for Sleepy everybody. James. <laughs> yeah, I do like the image of just Joe constantly having a little dust cloud all around him. It does. It fits. It fits a little too well. I'm covered in. And mites. I love the idea of LL Cool J's first name was LL Sleepy J. <laughs> <laughs> at, at first, the ladies liked Sleepy James, but then eventually... Yeah, no, it's Dr. Sleepy J. That's what it was. <laughs> Dr. Sleepy Dre? This is too many far. This is too many angles removed from the initial bit. No, 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 no. Yeah. A to C keeps working all throughout the rest of the alphabet. <laughs> Correct. Right. Uh, Joey, thank you for being thank here. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, what a pleasure uh, to do this podcast for the first time. A bit that will and never And how are old. you? No. Uh, I'm well. Anything thank new you. exciting in your life? Uh, say again. I said anything new or exciting in your life, food or otherwise. <sighs> food or otherwise. Uh, no, I'm I'm cooking breakfast for dinner tomorrow that I'm very excited about. Uh, oh, ooh, the what you for dinner? I'm gonna do bacon and eggs, uh, and I'll probably also make Classic. either some waffles or some pancakes. We got uh, some fruit, and I won't do big, fluffy pancakes, or maybe I'll do it and spite James. You know, I'll send him a picture of these thick ass, floppy ass pancakes, and I'll say, Fuck "I'll hopefully you. be asleep, so I don't <laughs> care." <laughs> um, uh, we love it. And then we've been we've been cooking a little more. Amanda made um, this chicken bacon ranch uh, pasta that I think we talked about last week. We have talked about that before. Uh, yeah, it did look crazy good. It keeps incredibly well and. Uh, actually gets better with time it's sort of sort of the time wait are Brady you still eating this pasta no we were you just had leftover about... pasta you've been eating eight you've been eating week old ranch pasta <laughs> buddy hey first off even if i were it would be great <laughs> and secondly no <laughs> uh how's about oh. you guys i haven't cooked anything in a long time and i feel like i'm failing you and myself, but I do have a big old bunch of leftover Chinese food in my uh, fridge that I can't wait to eat. As literally the second this podcast ends, I will have Chinese food in my face. <laughs> Are you going to heat it up? <laughs> I don't know why that question hit me so hard. 
I think I'm... Are you going to heat it up, you fucking monster? Or are you going to just go at it cold? Well, like no, it? there are some leftovers I don't think that I, I prefer am. cold, I, yeah, and there's I don't some think, that I prefer hot. I don't think I am going to heat it up. I think... What do we have? What are we working with? I got a, I got about a third of a of a serving of General Sows. Okay. I got uh, about a third of a thing of uh, pork lo mein. I got about a third of a thing of uh, pork fried rice. Then I have a small thing of chicken fried rice, and then there are also two things of white rice that haven't been touched. But I think I'm going to keep the two white rices and make. Fried homemade rice. fried rice tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Ah, nice. You, yeah. I like that. You, I like that you threw homemade in there with your. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, semi homemade with Sandra Lee. <laughs> <laughs> you never see. You never see any high main. Johnny, over to you. Oh my. Um, <laughs> when I have dumplings left over, I'll usually do those cold. Sure. Uh, a general sows. I, I think, think I got I, some leftover dumplings too. Oh, nice. A general sows. I could go either way on. Low main, I feel like I would want to heat up. I, There's no rhyme or reason to what I'm th- saying. I kind of, I really like cold low cold main. Cold main? Yeah, it's really because it's kind of like cold sesame noodles. It's just yeah, the, it's the right. same like principles, but just with different flavors. Um, I don't know, with like well, yeah, reheating Chinese food just feels there's like a point of diminishing returns, and like I yeah, just love. Totally. Oh, that's also how you can tell the quality of a fried rice. Is if the fried rice is still good cold, mm. it's it's good for like this place's fried rice is some of the best Chinese food uh, place fried rice I've ever had, and particularly because the next day, even if it's cold, it's you not you know how mice, rice gets like crumb like almost crumbly like it's the it doesn't stick together anymore and it's like yeah, every totally. yeah this stays to get it's just still like a little greasy and delicious oh mm-hmm. god it's so good yeah hell yeah nice. I made hummus today. What? Yeah. What? With like a food processor? Yeah, I made it in a blender. Okay. Uh, I made it last week and it was much better. This week I put a little too much garlic in it, I think. Mm. It's very garlic heavy. It's still good, but it's a little garlic I heavy. I prefer a little garlic then, heavy. Yeah, I think this is too much. Like, well, <laughs> last week I think was perfect. This week it's like, oh, this is very garlic. Did you do any other types of flavors or is it just a garlic, straight garlic hummus? Yeah, I mean it's a uh, it's got lemon juice, garlic, tahini, chickpea, uh, and then I put a little bit of cumin, and then finish with a little bit of olive oil. Well, it's like the song says, Johnny. He ain't garlic heavy. He's my garlic brother. Please continue. That's right. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, it was good. The thing that I'm thinking about now. So last week's was better, but something that I noticed today is I made it, and then I stuck a carrot in it, and I ate that, and I said this is pretty good, and then I stuck a pita chip in it and ate that. It is astounding how much better pita chips are than carrots <laughs> oh yeah i mean i mean it was like i took a bite with a carrot i'm like oh that's pretty good and i took a bite with a pita chip and i it's a globetrotters warrior or so globetrotters generals situation for sure yeah it, yeah i like i like listen as a famous carrot hater on this show i've come around to baby carrots especially for hummus it's, it's a great wonderful snack but you're i mean that's not even fucking fair yeah. and carrot i don't even think bummer i, I don't think even if, think carrot itself would be like no, yeah, I can do that. It's like, why Why would you even try? Why am I yeah. doing this? It's just, it's a bummer that I think there were times in my life where I like was so vegetable forward that like I would have convinced myself that I'd rather have the carrot. But I think my brain is so deeply in, like, it was funny to me that like I took the bite with a pita chip and I could tell that part of my brain that just loves salt and carbs yep. and processed food was like, yeah, this is better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's... 
It's it's very. It also adds the salt too, which sometimes yeah, sometimes uh, hummus needs a little like a little kick of salt or something. Yeah. Well, that's oh. where I also messed up, and this one is too salty. But other than that, it's perfect. Carrots carrots can come close. The closest. Uh, no, I'll say this. The no. closest. Yeah, let me finish. No. I'm re- I'm revamping. No. The closest Correct. carrots will Joey, come. Take two. Is when is when they are drier, like wet. Mm. Mini carrot sticks? No, yeah, no, that's gross. Too bad. Uh, wait. Well, how wet? Because like I need slimy? some. Not slimy, but I need no. some moisture. I no, no. Because like the the carrot stick. You don't want it so dry that it has like the like the. You don't want it like cracking. No, no, no. Like, I'm you know the of, white I'm webbing that the... it gets when it's too dry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about yeah. when it's been in your fridge too long and you're like, oh, it's not supposed to be white on the outside. <laughs> yeah, no, you got it. <laughs> no, I'm thinking yeah, of like that. the carrots that you get at like. A B-dubs, let's say, where they're clearly like former large carrots that have been chopped up a little bit. You know what I mean? See, I don't like that. I don't like that when they're like dry on the outside. No. You no, need no, that. No. That's you need, that gives you, it, it'll stick to the hummus. Mm-hmm. It's the same way you can't have socks on a wood floor where it'll no, slide. No. Oh, right. little risky business. Yeah. <laughs> I'm applying you know the, carrots just slides through the hummus and it's underwear? <laughs> I'm applying the principles of risky business to carrots and hummus. A tried and true right. method for any sort of food dipping. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh. I also made some salmon this week that was pretty nice. Uh, with what? Uh, uh, I made salmon and asparagus, grilled it in a pan with a little bit of a miso oh, mustard man, your sauce. Piss must have stunk, dude. <laughs> asparagus fish, pee, fish and asparagus pee. Fish Woo! doesn't make your pee smell, does it? Well, if you're unhealthy. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? is this a thing? Dude, this is James telling I don't us. Know. I was more just, I was more just imagining just like a, a fish smell department also that has asparagus pee wafting through that's fair <laughs> again yeah, i'm yeah, tired yeah. and i'm <laughs> right you're I'm not taking th- anything i'm swinging at every pitch here all right i'm sorry no no, no, no. it's actually good because what i did is i ate the asparagus two hours before and then as i was cooking the fish i peed everywhere in the kitchen and i said james will love this yeah yeah <laughs> you, de- you, degla- you deglaze the pan with the asparagus pit yes absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. And walked made, in a said, oh. pan, made a little pan sauce oh my johnny what a wonderful bouquet you've created yeah and then then when you woke up from passing out from those vapors (laughs) you you ate your dinner you're waking up like like aaron eckert in dark night where he's he's half his face is half in the gasoline yeah face down and piss you know this chloroform that's what chloroform actually is it's just asparagus piss they don't tell you that's if you get too close to it it'll knock you right out i'll say something the human body really is wild yeah I'm gonna say something to that point. I'm gonna say something potentially controversial. I kind of love the smell of asparagus pee. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I don't. It's hate very it. fun. It is very. It makes me very happy every time I, I smell don't know it. Why You're like, it's so <laughs> funny. yeah, that's right. I, I remember. I remember what I ate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. No, Joe. Joe. I think I. I. I'm gonna. I'm gonna co-sign yours with a clarification, and I hope that you would agree with me. My <laughs> clarification is. I love it in context. I don't if yeah. if I just smelled asparagus piss without having eaten or even seen asparagus, I'd be pretty fucking yeah. pissed off and I'd hate that smell. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> having having just eaten asparagus, I love the smell of asparagus pee. Yes. But if you're like I'm firing up an asparagus pee candle at home in the in the fall, <laughs> like it wafting through my house, then I'm out. All right. You know that, I'm out. You know that one section of Yankee Candle that no one goes in. <laughs> so that's where I buy Do all of mine. Do you think there is an asparagus pee scented candle? There has to be. Johnny, rule thirty four. <laughs> if there is, 
If it exists, <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, if a smell exists, exists there is a, a candle of it. and a candle of it. Those are, that's the, yeah, it's Rule 34A. Is, is way out there. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, there's a company called the Stinky Candle Company, <laughs> and you can buy a urine candle for eleven ninety nine for four ounces. What a steal. But they don't specify which kind of urine, which is a huge concern. Yeah, it's yeah. just... So some of their other flavors, flavors <laughs> uh, are onion, nacho cheese, car exhaust, and this one's fun, Spawn of the Devil, which has a badge on it that says Brave Buy. What in the world? What do we think? What do we think that flavor is? Or smell? Um, I keep saying... Yeah, I said flavor too. Yeah, yeah, flavors... Let's see. This, also, I mean, it's just, hang on. An onion, they're, just a, they're, they're fun. An onion-flavored candle, a raw onion-flavored candle would be a lot. This like, place is, but like a But like a caramelized onion-flavored candle would be pretty dope. They've got – okay, I think Stinky, they, they went outside of their purview a little bit because they also have a French fries candle, which sounds awesome. Mm, yeah, and they have. I found a tweet. I found a tweet from February fifth that says they should make an asparagus pea scented candle. So that's pretty much the same thing as if someone made it, as someone tweeted about Interesting. it. Interesting. Oh, isn't this? Isn't this just? Isn't just the this just the best? They have the twenty twenty candle, <laughs> and the picture on it, it's a dumpster that's on fire. <laughs> can, you, can you even believe? <laughs> How gauche. do you get it though (laughs) why what happened it was a bad year (laughs) oh my god they have a bacon candle right next to the rotting flesh candle (laughs) Ooh, don't want to all right don't want to slip the fingers on that one it doesn't say whose (sighs) flesh which is a huge concern to me yeah is it my enemy's flesh (laughs) because i'll buy that candle tomorrow heartbeat who are your top five enemies you, uh, <laughs> Joe, <Yeah. laughs> my oh, mom. Uh, they say pod- your <laughs> podcast your friends your close and podcast your enemies closer. Yes. Wait, Johnny, what'd you say? All right. Well, oh, I said your wife. Oh, Is she one of them? His no, wife. No. I mean, if we're ca- if we're categorizing enemies as people I most often have disputes with, then yeah. Yeah. But well, if I mean, it's... the the other enemies were me, Joe, and your mom. So I feel like your wife is in that category of people sure. you're close to. Sure. Oh, and the coward and fool, jo- Jordan Scott Huggins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, he's definitely. Yeah. De- uh, J- Jordan is definitely my enemy. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we talk about The Simpsons? My dessert dogs. It's deep-fried cookie dough with meringue buns, cherry ketchup, and caramel mustard. Mmm, it's dessert, but it's hot dogs, so it's good for you. Arch, I don't want to freak you out, but I think I love you. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Binging with Babish, where this week I'm walking in from the other side of the frame because I forgot to shoot my intro shot. Yep. No. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Two conflicting answers. J- James, let me clarify. Uh, yes, in that we already have, and there is no need to further. Correct. That we've, so we've... I looked it up. I don't know how many we've done so far, but he's done eight different Simpsons episodes, and I think we've done six of them. We've done a lot yeah. of them. Right. So, um, yeah, we don't need to retread territory, but let's talk about this concoction. Marge makes a uh, dessert hot dog. That has uh, the bun is uh, uh, meringue. What's the word? Meringue. Thank you so much. 
the hot dog is a uh, deep fried cookie dough. Yep. And then there is uh, cherry jam ketchup and uh, caramel mustard in quotes. And the the best part of the clip is uh, is Bart's revelation that it's like, oh, so it's like a hot dog, but it's dessert, so it's good for you. <laughs> Which is a very Simpsons line. Yes. Oh, I also have in my notes, remind James something about the intro shots in all caps. Oh, yeah. I had a, I don't know. I forget. I mean, I don't know back in the 160-something episodes James, ago. James, you're coming if, out strong with this. If we ever, <laughs> I know. I don't know if we ever talked about how he, so he starts the episode by coming in from the wrong way because he says he forgot to shoot his intro shot. Right. And I was wondering, and I never really thought about it. Do you think he storyboards his episodes <laughs> prior to doing them? And if he did, if he doesn't, do you think he ever did? And when do you think he stopped? Because like how, because it is like having shot like sketches and stuff like that. It's always so much more complicated. Than, you always need like a thousand more shots than you think, think you do. Yeah. And I'm wondering how much planning goes into it, or if he just kind of rolls the camera and get like knows that. I don't. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. I think at this point he knows the general gist of things and he knows what kind of shots he needs. So right. I bet it goes smoother now than it did at the beginning. Uh, but I also bet that it's probably more. I don't know if it's like hard and fast storyboards, but it's definitely more choreographed than I think we realize. Yeah, I'd say so. I think it's. Yeah. I think it's. I mean, storyboarding like a, again a sketch or a larger production like something that takes more shots. You probably are served with a storyboard i think this kind of thing can be done with like all right this next shot this is the intro shot this is the the clip this is the shot of the stand mixer this is the shot of the you know the grill or whatever like i think you can list it out and know what you need versus having to like draw it all up right yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. and (laughs) and i mean granted all of his shots are from one camera angle so that definitely helps right the second he introduced alternative camera angles uh it's all gone downhill as far as i'm concerned and so is the podcast really (laughs) Hmm. i guess it is just it's just kind of a static shot that he just moves things in front of i don't know it was just an interesting do you you think i mean when he moved so when he moved to the new apartments he did a couple different things to make it more camera friendly and so there's like multiple stations and different cameras that are set up right so he's Mm -hmm. definitely streamlined and figured out the process i bet at the beginning it was a lot of moving cameras i remember in the back there was even cameras on like the back burners that he got rid of right yeah so yeah but but thinking more about you know pretty static productions uh do you think that they had to do a storyboard for the yule log james you fucking cuck (laughs) yeah get him (laughs) what a stupid fucking question that we wasted time on what's the most amount of time you ever spent watching the yule log 58 minutes and 68 seconds (laughs) it's 59 minutes and eight seconds (laughs) (laughs) pretty cool (laughs) whatever the duration of the yule log is isn't it endless? I think it goes for like 10 the hours. The one on right? Netflix is just an hour, but you can put it on repeat, I think. Ah. What, a bunch of, what a bunch of cowards. Yeah, you're telling me. And not the good guy. I, I, want, I want a Yule log that like, like the fire occasionally has like a log added to it, you know? And then. Okay, Veruca Salt. You don't know who the guy is or the person. It could be oh, anybody. Oh, the one adding. on YouTube does do that. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. 
Need to fire up that one. <laughs> and then there's also one with um, uh, Ron Swanson sitting by a fire just drinking whiskey for like a very long time. Like he just didn't move. And just drinks whiskey. Goddamn. Yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, it, whatever you get paid for that is is plenty, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, all right. I think it's two hours of him sitting there just drinking a big glass You're going to sit by a fire and drink whiskey. How much? I Never mind. Can, I'm already in. I'm going to do that. He could get he could get paid $1 for that entire thing, and I would still scream text the rich. Right <laughs> now. I'm like, no, no. Pay your fair share for that. Right. You brought in a crew who had to get yeah. craft services. There was a whole shoot that had to go into this. Um, uh, James, you so yeah, sorry. You you exclaimed what? while we were watching this. Oh, sorry. Did you have anything else? No, I was just saying. Let's we can get back yeah. to the dog. I'm well, sorry you exclaimed that, while that, we were uh, watching this that meringue is boring. Meringue stinks, dude. It's fucking. It's stupid it's textures gross there's no need for it it's i don't think it's textures gross i think i'll, I'll get behind boring i don't like it i don't like it one bit it's like it's like um, it hurts my teeth it's what's it called it's cotton candy's more upright cousin <laughs> you know what i mean like it's yeah, that same sort of like dissolving your mouth all uber sugar forward thing right uh, I'll never go out of my way for a meringue, but I do think if it's used well in a dessert as like a textural element, I can get behind that. Right. If there is like a well composed dish. If there's like but a dollop of it on something, I'm not gonna be opposed, but it's never gonna be the thing that I'm raving about. The dollops are very often the thing that that like triggers my hatred for it because I all I can see is, is whipped cream. No, you know no no no. Well, that doesn't help but you ever you know when you go in a diner and there's the dessert case in a diner and it's just like dried out cakes and stuff and you just just dry like dried out meringue on top of some pie that i would never in a million years order is just sitting there sure. and just like oh god yeah i think it'd be fun to make a meal where the premise of every course was try to do something that james doesn't like and make him like it i think that could be a fun <laughs> yeah i mean a, a listen, I'll be the first, and like i like right. I said before, I, again, good. no, I've said I would, I would destroy a sous vide steak. It would be fucking delicious. I have no, I don't, I've never doubted that a sous vide steak is delicious. I just think it's unnecessary and ridiculous for someone to do it at home. Um, okay, a, fine. We'll sous vide a meringue. There you go. Now, now. I, really, I like the idea of having a James is a hypocrite dinner party. Listen, every dish is just listen, despite him. I like listen, that quite oh, a bit. Listen, actually. if you guys, you guys want to cook me dinner with a bunch of food? Oh no, twist my arm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a real, a real what? Tom Sawyer situation <laughs> yes, over here. Yes, yeah, seriously. Johnny, James just, is so stupid. I made him all of these yeah, foods, yeah, and I worked really yeah. hard on them. Which, I, I hate him. What a so, I hate him so much. I made him a bunch of delicious. Food. <laughs> Listen to what I did for this stupid motherfucker. <laughs> Listen to this soft. You, you stupid bitch. You ate all the food I made specifically for you. It took me six James hours. Lincoln said that red, bottles of red wine that cost over $300 aren't worth it. I'll show him. <laughs> <laughs> this Nebbiola was stomped out 30 years ago by a woman who's dead now. I bet you'll hate it, you stupid fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so the meringue yeah, no, part of definitely, the dessert... definitely don't do that, John. I would hate it. <laughs> yeah. So the meringue part of it looked fine. Whatever. Hot dog bun out of meringue. I thought it was a it was a nice feat of engineering that he was able to pull it off. Either. Yeah. 
And to his uh, point in the, in the video, he said it would work better with like a brioche or right. I, I would even say like something that's do, actually a bun. Yeah, or even like a pound cake or something. If you could like that'd be fun. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Uh, the hot dog portion of it looked quite delicious, which was a deep fried log of cookie dough and like when he opened it up it's like it wasn't really cooked it still had cookie dough properties mm. and it was deep fried on the outside it was cookie, i bet that was fantastic it was cookie dough but the chocolate chips were melted yeah right battered is, yeah oh god it looked that did look really freaking i mean good. have you ever had i love when my cookies are like pretty much raw in the middle so this like hit real big good fan. have you ever had fried cookie dough at like a state fair I don't think so, but no. I cannot recommend it highly enough. It is. Let's go to a state fair. This is so fattening. I would love to go to a state fair with you guys. We would get fat as fuck for twenty four hours. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah. Minnesota apparently has like the the best one, right? Does it? In Texas. Oh yeah. There's a ton of states that have great state fairs apparently. But what state do you think has the worst state fair? And do we have any listeners there that we can antagonize? <laughs> I bet Alaska um, doesn't have a Rhode great Island. state fair. <laughs> Alaska, Rhode Island. I could see. I'm trying. To, I could see Rhode Island having a. I don't know. I think Delaware. Yeah, no, they. I can't they see Delaware a, having any fun at their state fair. Hmm. Yeah, because there's just no like culture there. Like, because Rhode Island, Rhode Island at least would probably have pretty good Italian and, and Portuguese food. Like, right. Like, is that a thing? What the Portuguese in Rhode Island? Oh yeah, big time. Huh. I had no idea. Yeah, poor, all like all like Southern Mass and Rhode Island. It was. A, a lot of Portuguese. Or Portos, as yeah. they like to be called. <laughs> I right? really don't think they do. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> we might have, we might even have to bleep that. Can we, can we do research? No, can we do research we to make sure we don't like have to bleep something worse. Johnny, yeah, bleep yeah, it. Yeah. Johnny, Johnny, go be, please go back and bleep it. And, and don't and don't and don't even have any of the any of the sounds so no, we can definitely no. be like, oh Jesus. No. No. And wait, no, no, and Johnny, and then edit it right here. Ready, John? We're going to react. Ready? One, two, three. Jesus, Joe. Joe? God. <laughs> no. They're just human beings born in Portugal. You can't just call them that. What, Portos? <laughs> God. No. Stop again? doing it. Again. Again. God. Wow. Listen, yeah, I'm all for making fun of some other people's culture, but I'm, there's a fucking line. I'm being framed dude. to be canceled. There's a line. Wow. Man. Johnny, just send me the copy of this Johnny. audio so that I can free myself later. Johnny, we need a new guest, man. God. Uh, anyway. Flo- but yeah, the dessert looks good. <laughs> anyway, Florida also probably has a shit state fair. Mm, yeah, I was thinking that, but it seemed too easy a target. It's too easy. Yeah. But, oh, Mississippi also probably dog shit. Sorry, Mississippi. But I don't know. Mississippi, I could see doing like tons of fried food. And I'm stuff. not talking about the content so much as the organization. I can't imagine either Florida or Mississippi <laughs> being well run, and I'm sorry. Mississippi State Fair. Let's see. Uh, it's going to take too long to look it up. All right. So the next part is he made a cherry something mustard. Or no, ketchup. Excuse oh me. Oh, my God. Sorry. Sorry. Johnny, I looked it up. What? I, both of my guesses were correct. Thrillist has the fifty, uh, the ranking of the fifty state fairs. Number fifty is Florida. Number Ooh, forty-nine really? is Delaware. Wow! Fuck yeah. yeah, we did it. We did it, and all it took was that horrible racial slur you said <laughs> twice about the Portuguese. <laughs> Real quick, I'm just gonna run through some other highlights, and then we can get back to it. Uh, yeah, what's number one? Ro- Ro- I'm getting there. Rhode Island checks in at thirty-eight. Um, Virginia, where's Virginia for you, Johnny? Not there yet. Uh, West Virginia's at 36. Georgia, shout out to Emily, is 34. 
Uh, Virginia's 31. Let's see. And then Wyoming, Iowa, New Hampshire. Bah, 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 bah. North. Just give us a t- just give us the top three, Joey. I'm getting there. Yeah, top three. I'm sorry. I'm, no, fa- no, no, I'm no. fascinated by this. Uh, if you don't get there quicker, I'm just going to play the clip of you saying <laughs> Joey, the you know what? Yeah, you know what? all over there. Joey, you know what doesn't audio <laughs> audioly no, transfer? It's scrolling. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. New York is 13. Texas is 11. Uh, Louisiana is 5. Wisconsin's 4. Kentucky's 3. Maine is 2. Michigan is number 1. Woo! Oh, that's, not the list. that's not the list I found. I have another one <laughs> that Michigan's not even in the top 5. So get Wait, the fuck where's, out of here. Wait, where's Minnesota? Minnesota is 7th. Oh, all right. Interesting. The one I'm looking at has Minnesota at number one. Far so, too much and of the Michigan Texas, narrative and Texas centers at on two. Detroit and its many issues. The Motor City's become a scrappily rising underdog you can't help but root for, but Michigan's greatest strengths lie in the state as a whole. Did you know Michigan has more coastline than any state other than Alaska? Did you yeah, know it has freshwater coastline, which is like such an embarrassment of beer coastline. riches that you can easily hit bells and founders in the same afternoon, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, did you know more residents? Most residents are more than happy to apologize for Kid Rock. That's true. Uh, Do they talk about Eight Mile at all? No, no Eight Mile mentions. But if you answered no to these questions, hmm. you should listen to the dulcet tones of Michigan tourism pitchman Tim Allen and get yourself there immediately. Oh, they don't God, have anything right, about how about Clarence's Michigan. parents have a real good marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Cranbrook. That's a private school. <laughs> That's a private school. That is school. a private school. <laughs> All right. Uh, cherry ketchup. Uh, this just looked like a nice sauce. He's, uh, at the end of the episode, Babish said the two sauces kind of got melt. Like They were more just for aesthetics. Yeah. So he makes this cherry sauce and then a caramel sauce. Both looked fine and probably would have been like nice ice cream toppings. But, yeah. I agree. I also don't, I don't think he put enough of either on top. I think if you got rid of the meringue, did the fried cookie dough with those two sauce so- with like more of those two sauces i think it would they would hit more but these were just like the size of the thing he made was not because an- he was going he was going like uh show accurate the size of the thing he made there wasn't enough sauce to really make an impact so i think yeah. if you really like, either slathered it or just like right put a lot more on there it would have been a lot better right also cookie dough i, I bet would have been an uh, overwhelming flavor like he said and that's like all you could taste so i do get that um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Overall, it looks good, though. I thought this was a fun, weird Simpsons creation. Like, this is the type of episode that lives in this, like, place of, like, oh, you would never actually make this, so it's fun to see you make yes. this. Yes, correct. And to make it, like, be semi-reasonable. Like, honestly, all of those things, that could be the kind of thing that some specialty places, like, this is the dessert that they stake their Instagram reputation on or something, you know? Like, right, yeah. Oh, yeah, you yeah. gotta go Nothing check out the place. Nothing looks gross in it or weird. It's like, yeah, this works. Yeah, it yeah. shockingly works. Well, what other savory things would you want to see turned into a dessert, like a de- like a, like a dessert hamburger or something? And then what would it be? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think like dessert. I always think about dessert pizza from like Pizza Hut. Yeah, I was just gonna say I had a dessert dessert calzone at Giuseppina's that was fucking incredible. Joseph's penis was the dope. Yes, was the <laughs> yeah. dough sweet at all, or was it just the filling? No, the sweet? it was the dough was just like their thin pizza dough and then the filling was honey ricotta and then the outside had uh chocolate something else and uh, sea yeah. salt and sea salt sprinkled yeah on. that's cool that's nice that it feels was, like a nice dude level it was of unbe- it was unbelievably good what about like a dessert pasta i guess he does that i think i've elf. seen something like that yeah yeah 
But also you can make like a sweet pasta. Like I feel like that would work. Yeah, I, there's not many foods that I don't think would work. Obviously, we love and know a choco taco. Yeah. I, I think a, a cake is technically a dessert lasagna. Yeah, there was... Uh, I or is a lasagna technically... A sandwich. A savory cake. No, a, a lasagna is a sandwich. No. Get out of here. No, <laughs> no, not doing it. I'm too tired for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, any uh, any final thoughts? I thought it was a good app. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, it's a great app. I agree. Very solid. I, I think that was a, a fun one. A good, uh, not quite the classic Babishep because there was no like follow up thing, but also he didn't do anything making it he better. Did, yeah, right. he didn't do any like perfect version. Which I don't know how much more. Like I would imagine he would just do the same cookie dough dog and then try to fuck with the bun a little bit and the toppings. Right. Would be yeah. yeah. Like I, I would be interested to see like you know. A Chicago style dessert dog, or a, you know, dessert coney, or something like that. Ooh, yeah, dessert chili. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> he get. I know. I mean, that could just be like a chocolate sauce or something. Yeah. With like bits and extra it. chunks and nibs. It could almost be like a liquid crunch bar. Would be like a dessert exactly. chili kind of like Rice Krispies in it. Uh huh. Or a a crispy uh, crispy rice cereal. If we don't have the branding opportunity. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Would you guys like to correspond with that coward or two? Let's do it. Uh, Our first one is uh, a response from our old pal, D. And she is... D! uh, At first, uh, sending us the high-res version of our logo, which we appreciate. Super chill. Oh, nice. I'll make that that the new album art. Yeah. And then uh, she says, boys, with a Z... Uh, on, on my first date with Correct. my last girlfriend, we went to an Asian fusion spot called Kung Fu Noodle. She got chicken fried rice and I got tofu banh mi, which I had never had before and didn't realize was a sandwich. D. <gasps> banh mi's oh, are always D. sandwiches. D. <laughs> uh, I got sandwich bits and sauce all over my face and hands. Shameful on a first date? Maybe. Tasty? Oh, well, and well, then it's a salad. Oh, shit. I'm owned. Uh, shameful on a first date? Maybe. Tasty? Indubitably. I regret nothing. Uh, and then she said thanks because we had sent her a bunch of uh, New York City uh, recommendations, although she had to move her trip apparently. But mm, yeah. shout out to D. Uh, yeah. and shout out to that yeah. date. A banh mi, uh, a banh mi is a brutal first date because a banh mi as a sandwich is a structurally tough sandwich. It's it's prone to things flying, squeezing out and going elsewhere. Yeah, because it's a lot of like shredded vegetables and and uh, sliced meat. Yeah, it's it can be. That's when did tough. it become a thing that like eating food on a first date was unattractive? Is like the idea that like have you ever I don't have watched any... anybody eat food? It's horrible. No, but like the idea. No, it's not. Watching yes, someone is. eat is fine. <laughs> it's a thing that every single person does. It depends who's eating. A so is pooping. John, are we going to say that that's great? You're just going to change. Yeah, what you're doing? Yeah. Now you're coming for people on pooping your... on the first date. <laughs> yeah, my first dates have always been like, I'm about to go to the bathroom. Do you want to come? And I say, yes, of course. It's a first date. It's and a then, real... Yeah, and then you sit down, and then she sits on your lap, and you both poop into the same toilet. I have no problems with someone like eating on a first date, and if it's like a messy sandwich, fine. Right. Like, great. Who yeah, again, Johnny, it's – it's yeah, I, I agree, but there is a level of uh, – like a first date, if you're really into somebody, you don't want to like mess it up or embarrass yourself. So eating something very sloppy and weird, it's, I think honestly, is, is tough. James, answer- right? I get the principle. Or sorry, go, go ahead, Joey. I was gonna say I get the principle, but it's just like I feel like first dates are like we give them so much like stress and like meaning that they don't need to have. 
I'm willing to pinpoint. Yeah, you also you also say that as a man very comfortably in a relationship with somebody that you <laughs> that you love, and like I bet I bet like if we if yeah, all of us lost if all of us were suddenly single again, we might put a little bit more pressure on our first dates as well. To a degree, but this is also on our first date. I walked into the bar and said, "Guess what? I just broke up with my therapist," and that was how I introduced <laughs> myself to her. Yeah, you kind of let it all <laughs> hang out real quick. Yeah, some yeah. Sometimes you got to zag. I'm, I'm not saying it's, <laughs> it's. I'm not saying there's a perfect way to do a first date. I'm just saying that is a. If you are, I I I especially I I I re- relate to D where she was she ordered something and was not thinking that it would be like a messy sandwich and then like the, the horror of being like oh my god I have to try to choke down this messy sandwich and I'm trying to like right. yeah, put I on a good that. face for this date that's that's tough I'll say I Johnny to answer your your initial question I think the moment that we might be able to pinpoint as the the point where we all got super sensitive about eating on a first date was probably along came Polly when he eats the super spicy food. I think that a lot of everything that we can uh, talk about in our lives can come back to a long came Polly. I al- almost everything. True. Pratt falls, mm-hmm. other things, basketball scenes in <laughs> movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Philip Seymour. Long came Polly was so instrumental in like cinematographers and how you really film a game of basketball. <laughs> Without that, we don't get the Fab Five documentary. Straight up. No, no. absolutely it, not. It also taught me that you can take the grease from other people's pizza and put it on yours if you want. If you want. <laughs> um, That's right. Along came Polly walked so that the last dance could run. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of basketball, I think it is apropos for us to segue into our uh, a second correspondence, which will, which is also very quick. Uh, it's from our buddy Mike B., who says, Hey, boys, love the new bits. The only stumbling meal I can think <laughs> of... <laughs> is this Korean fried chicken place in San Francisco. But the bummer is I never got the name, and it was such a small place I could never find it again. Ooh, brutal. (laughs) Sucks. Pretty sure it's not there anymore because I basically combed every street in the area online and couldn't find anything. Uh, James, I think you have a kindred spirit. Uh, Yeah, the the fruitless Google map search is a really tough, (laughs) tough feeling. Yeah. Uh, Mike says, was it even real? I don't know, but great wings, and they had a wall of hot sauces that I'll never get to try. Damn, that sucks. Mm, uh, also, it's been too long since you talked about the coward's favorite topic. Yay, basketball. How are you feeling about your teams after the draft and most of free agency? Mike B. Who wants to, who wants um, to go first? All right, well, hang on. First, there is – God, there's nothing worse than losing a restaurant that yeah. you, you love. Like, even if like if, if it closes, like, God, it's just – that's the worst. And then on basketball, can you email us again in two months? Because I haven't even thought about <laughs> basketball. I haven't looked at basketball. I, To be honest, I don't even remember who the Knicks drafted, and I don't know who is where. I think Russell Westbrook's on the Lakers now, which is going to be fucking hilarious and funny. crazy. Yes, that's true. Um, the Bulls have been gonna... making a lot of moves this offseason, and I don't love most of them. <laughs> uh Real quick, we got Demar Derozan for a lot of money. We got Alex Caruso for a lot of money. Zach Levine is still a terrible superstar. Yeah, Alex Caruso for a lot of money is not a sentence you want to hear. No. Eight point six mil. You love to hear Alex Caruso for a very reasonable amount of money. That sounds just <laughs> yes. fine. Yes, want, we could be good, but I doubt you it. You want Alex Caruso we'll for one point three million, maybe? Yeah. Alex Caruso is the 2012 Toyota Camry that, that <laughs> you, you do not want to spend too much money on. Yeah. Uh, James, the Knicks uh, gave Julius Randle a contract extension. They signed Kemba. Sure. 
Uh, they suck. Oh, that's right. Not crazy about that. Oh, if you hate, oh, yeah. if you don't love that, real quick, we also got Lonzo Ball for eighteen million. So yes, <laughs> which is hilarious. Lonzo Ball and oh. Zach Levine is a is a wild pairing to me. Uh, resigning Derrick Rose might might get you going there, Jimmy. How's that sound? Okay. How does that? No, I you? don't. I've never liked Derrick Rose ever since he stole an MVP from LeBron in 2011. Ooh. Okay, first of all, take you it heard back. it here, Johnny. <laughs> Look oh. me in the eye. Look at me, you coward. Um, but yeah, that's the most basketball talk I can handle until Christmas. Like I just don't. Basketball doesn't enter my brain until until the holidays. For what it's worth. I'll say, uh, you know, the Detroit Pistons have been lauded for landing Cade Cunningham, and that's that's all fine and dandy. <laughs> I think our largest and most important offseason move was the signing of one Kelly Olynyk, <laughs> a big, tall, gumpy white guy to replace our previous yeah. big, tall, gumpy white guy, Mason Plumlee. R.I.P. Mason Plumlee, uh, murdered uh, by accidentally falling into the Detroit auto plant. Okay. All right. I think yeah, we've done it. That's a great acquisition joke because if your team ever needs someone to dislocate their opponent's shoulder on purpose, Kelly Olenek is your man. I also, great. just one last thing on this front because uh, I remember seeing a tweet one time that was just, I want to hear E40 say Pascal Siakam's name. And <laughs> and I thought the same thing about uh, the Pistons when they drafted Sekud and Buya because they both are fun names that E40 would make all weird and silly. So. A fun thing to think about just about anyone is if he, if he already said their name. Anyway. Guys! If you like the podcast and you want to follow us for more. Oh, wait. No, what is it? Oh, I'm so tired. Please like and subscribe. Give us those five-star reviews. Shout out to if Mike B&D. If you want to follow us for more content, uh, we're at Gabby with Bab on Twitter. We're Gabby with Babish on Instagram. If you want to send us uh, emails, basketball thoughts, shame meals, stumble in meals, uh, all those sorts of things, send those to Gabby with Babish at gmail.com. Okay, bye. Bye. I was here. Too.